0: The New Orleans Saints will soon be the only team left with a head coaching position open in the NFL, and they have all of their best options still on the table. Let's talk about the front runners, the guys that make the most sense, and who I think will ultimately be the head coach of the New Orleans Saints. We got all that and a little bit of land yet for you on today's episode of Locked on Saints. You are Locked on Saints, your daily New Orleans Saints podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is good, Houdat Nation and Houdat family? Welcome into today's episode of Locked On Saints, your daily podcast covering the New Orleans Saints, part of Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks, as always, for making Locked On Saints your first listen of the day every day. And don't forget that we're free and available on all platforms, including on YouTube as well. And I'm your host, Ross Jackson, at Ross Jackson Nola on Twitter, she Chronicles, Locked On NFL, and here with you every single Monday through Friday on Locked On Saints. And we are here at Super Bowl Radio Row in Los Angeles. Going to be here all week. Want to make sure I got you at least one episode from here, though. So take a look. This is what it all looks like right now if you're watching on YouTube. And if you're listening over on the podcast side, sorry, you won't be able to see it just now, but it's all the more reason to run over to YouTube and check out the show. And I apologize for all the background noise. You're going to get some in this episode, but I couldn't pass being able to do this for everybody and giving you a little peek behind the curtain. Today's episode is brought to you by our friends over at GetUpside. Make sure you download the app, use that promo code touchdown to get 25 cents back per gallon or more on your first fill up at the next time you go to the gas station. So, today I want to talk about the front runners' best options and who I ultimately think will be the winner in terms of who will be the head coach of the New Orleans Saints moving forward. And the fact of the matter is that the New Orleans Saints have every single option that they set up still available to them, with the exception of just One, the Miami Dolphins, they've hired their head coach in Mike McDaniel, the biracial king, as I like to call him. The Saints never interviewed him for the position. As much as that breaks my heart, I'm glad that he got his opportunity in Miami. Very excited to see what he's going to be able to do there. And then the only other coach that they really had interest in that ended up getting hired somewhere else after an interview was Doug Peterson, who's now with the Jacksonville Jaguars. They had some mutual interest with Brian Dayball, but he ended up with the New York Giants and the Saints never actually interviewed him. So out of the guys that the New Orleans Saints have interviewed, who's left and who are the front runners? Let's start off with the, uh, the guys that I think are the most likely to be at the very top of the list. Now, when I talk about the front runners, I'm talking about one guy that we know is the front runner and then the other guys that I think are probably hot on his heels. The front runner for me right now is, of course, defensive coordinator Dennis Allen. He's been with the New Orleans Saints since... 2006 and on and then he left for a little while to go and coach for the Raiders and then came back to the Saints in 2015 took over as their defensive coordinator in 2015 and has been fantastic putting together always improving defensive units up until this past season in 2021 when he got the loudest and biggest job interview that you can get when he actually had to coach in place of Then head coach Sean Payton against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the reigning Super Bowl champions, who he shut out nine to zero with phenomenal defensive play, fantastic scheme, great pressure, uh, great disguise, and that put play calling responsibilities in Pete Carmichael's hands, which is what you would imagine for the New Orleans Saints if Dennis Allen does indeed become the head coach. We're going to talk more about Dennis Allen here in a little bit, but let's talk about the other frontrunners. Another one should be Eric Bieniemy, who had his interview on Sunday. So as I'm recording this today as you're probably listening to this or seeing it tomorrow uh, or yesterday, rather. And we we haven't gotten any indication thus far about how that interview went. But I think Eric Biennemi at this point, as long as the interview went well, would be a front runner. He's one of the few offensive coaches that the Saints did interview him coming from the Kansas City Chiefs as an offensive coordinator who has done a ton with that Kansas City Chiefs team. But with the amount of weapons that Kansas City has, it's not very comparable to what the New Orleans Saints presently have on their roster. So they would have to build in his vision, which could be appealing. And it could be something that the Saints would be willing to do, especially when you have a guy like Jeff Ireland, who is a phenomenal um, college scout and phenomenal, does a really good job of pinpointing the needs of personnel on a team and pinpointing those roles. So with Eric Bieniemy being someone that I think would be up at the top of the list. I would put him in as a front runner just because of the fact that he also not only can you build something in his vision that makes sense on the offensive side, but it would allow you to retain, hopefully, fingers crossed, Dennis Allen over on the defensive side to maintain the defensive prowess and the defensive expectations that you've built over the past few years. And he should be the guy that's probably out of this list of folks that they've interviewed and that are still available. The one that's most attractive for an elite quarterback. So whether it's bringing back Jameis Winston as a free agent or trading for Russell Wilson or going after Aaron Rodgers or whatever, like there's all of these opportunities for an elite quarterback to see, hey, that's a system that I want to play in, based upon what he was able to help create in Kansas City. And finally, to me, the third front runner, Aaron Glenn, defensive coordinator. For the Detroit Lions. I have a little bit of trouble understanding why you would take Aaron Glenn over Dennis Allen, right? I'll be honest. I don't know why you would, but if he blows you away in the interview, which we don't have access to, we don't know if that's the case. It could 100% be the case. Maybe he has the perfect vision. Maybe there's the perfect synergy in terms of what the organization and coach in that case would want to do. All of those things are completely possible. However, when it comes down to it, if you're going to hire Aaron Glenn, you might as well hire. Uh, Dennis Allen, because he he's already been in the team, he understands the culture, he maintains the continuity, all of that. But Aaron Glenn can bring you all of that too. He was with the team, he was away last year, but before that, he's been with the team for quite a bit. Helped to you know train up guys like uh, Marshawn Lattimore and Marcus Williams and you know Malcolm Jenkins and all these other guys that he's gotten the opportunity to work with, and that he would have the opportunity to continue to work with in New Orleans up ahead in twenty twenty two. It makes a lot of sense, but I have trouble seeing why you would pick. Dennis Allen over, uh, excuse me, Aaron Glenn over Dennis Allen. So that's the only thing. So it'd have to be the interview. And again, we just don't have access to that right now. So those are the front runners for the moment. But let's talk about some of the other best options because there's another big name that's going to be out there that New Orleans Saints have interviewed that's not being, not having his name called at this point. There was one potential landing spot for him, but now maybe the New Orleans Saints would be able to capitalize on that. Maybe not even just As a head coach, but they might have another position open for them. Let's talk about that as we continue on with today's episode of Locked On Saints. But before we get to that, I want to tell you about our good friends over at built.com, the best tasting protein bars on the market. It's February now. This is usually the time that I start to give up on all of my New Year's resolutions, but I'm keeping with mine this year because it doesn't even feel like a resolution because I love these built Bars. They're protein bars that taste like candy bars, super sweet, covered in 100% chocolate, fantastic flavors, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, coconut almond, uh, coconut brownie chunk, so many different things that you can try, but only four or five grams of sugar, four grams of net carbs, 17 grams of protein, and 100% deliciousness. Now, I want to tell you too about the puffs because those are pretty cool. Uh, if you like marshmallow, you like the really sweet flavor, but you want to get that protein as well, you can check these out. Cinnamon churro, coconut marshmallow, banana cream pie. They're so good that they're going to be your new favorite once you try them out. And if you want to try them out, easiest, best way to do it is to head over to Built.com. And don't forget to use the promo code LOCKED15, L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, so that you can get 15% off of your order, whether it's your first order or your next one, over at Built.com. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. all right family continuing on with today's episode of locked on saints thanks again as always for making us your first listen of the day every day so grateful to be here with you and we are here at super bowl radio row if you're watching on youtube you're getting a little sneak peek we're going to be here all week we'll have our step and repeat set up we'll have our tablecloth out we're going to be talking to a bunch of legends celebrities everybody coming through when it comes to the super bowl here in los angeles california uh, so I want to jump in now and talk a little bit about the best options for the New Orleans Saints. We talked about a few different names that were the front runners. But let's talk about who's still out there because really the Saints have their pick of the litter at this point, right? The big question mark was going to be around who the Houston Texans were going to hire and if they were going to turn around and hire Brian Flores. It seemed like it was coming down to either Brian Flores or Josh McCown. And even though the, the, the Houston Texans seem to believe that Josh McCown will be a great head coach someday, it doesn't look like they're going that way, but it also doesn't look like they're going the Brian Flores route either. It looks like they're going the Lovey Smith route. And I'll be very excited to see Lovey Smith back in the NFL. It's long overdue. He should have never been out. We could talk about this for days, but this isn't a Lovey Smith podcast. It's a New Orleans Saints podcast. So you might be asking yourself, okay, Ross, what does that have to do with anything? Well, the fact of the matter is that that means that Brian Flores is still on the market. So out of the guys that we talked about earlier, Dennis Allen, Eric Bieniemy, Aaron Glenn, those might be the frontrunners. But what if Brian Flores is somebody that blew them away in the interview and they can't, they're stuck on him, right? Brian Flores would be a fantastic head coach uh, option as well. And it's not just Brian Flores, right? There's another name out there in Darren Rizzi, the special teams coordinator for the New Orleans Saints. Special teams coaches have had a lot of success transitioning to head coach. Usually they transition to something else first, defensive coordinator, offensive coordinator, something like that. But he's also got college head coaching experience, all of that. So when you look at the options that are left in terms of Darren Rizzi and Brian Flores, he's probably, Brian Flores, the best of the rest in that case. And the reason why I point this out is because, let's say that Dennis Allen ends up getting the head coaching job for the New Orleans Saints. We listed him as the front runner. Does that mean that the Saints might potentially be interested in a guy like Brian Flores as their defensive coordinator could be very interesting. Now I don't know if Brian Flores wants to take a step down. And and I don't think he should. I think he should, if that's the case, he should probably wait around until another head coaching position opens up next year. I wouldn't blame him for doing that. But if he just wants to be in the NFL and the New Orleans Saints liked his interview enough, it can happen. I've done that before. I've gone in when I was working in theater. I went in and I interviewed for a, a position that I was not qualified for at all, some lighting design position or something like that. And then they hired me instead in a position that I was actually qualified for, even though I didn't interview for that spot. So these things can happen. And Brian Flores is qualified to be a head coach, a defensive coordinator. He's probably He could probably be your quarterback if you needed him to. I mean, the guy's outstanding. But it could be that there is a different route that the Saints could go here if Brian Flores was interested in doing that. And what a fantastic staff you would have at that point. Talk about culture building. I mean, you would have Dennis Allen, who maintains the present culture of the New Orleans Saints, plus you'd have Brian Flores, who any any NFL player is going to want to play for at this point. And then you have the offense that would still be in the capable hands of Pete Carmichael, and then has the opportunity to attract players that want to play over on the offensive side as well. So it could be a route to go, or the Saints could, could promote from within. You could have a guy like Ryan Nielsen move up to defensive coordinator, right? They, they kept him from uh, in New Orleans last year, keeping him from heading over to LSU and running away to be their defensive coordinator, made him the assistant head coach in New Orleans. The Saints could elevate him as well. They could elevate Chris Richard to defensive coordinator who interviewed for three different defensive coordinator positions, but the Ravens, the Steelers, as well as the Colts didn't get any of those after the, the Steelers hired their defense or promoted their defensive coordinator uh, on Sunday. So there are a lot of opportunities. Lots of opportunities to be able to put together a really phenomenal staff if you move forward with Dennis Allen and if there's any of these guys that you've interviewed that you could see realistically moving into another spot and another position on the team. So it could be interesting to see the way that they could potentially mix things up. I want to take a quick pause from the uh, from the coaching conversation here for just a moment. We're going to come back to it because I want to talk about the person that I think will get the job for the New Orleans Saints as their head coach going into 2022. And I want to talk about this news that's kind of still developing. So I'm not going to go super far into it because I just know that there's not a there's a ton in the story that we just don't know yet. Um, and a big there's a whole thing going on with Alvin Kamara getting arrested on battery charges in Las Vegas after the Pro Bowl. They should have never moved the Pro Bowl to Las Vegas. One, two. This is wild. So basically, he ends up getting arrested after somebody shows up in a hospital with um, the report of being battered at a nightclub. And so now Alvin Kamara has been arrested and booked for battery resulting in substantial bodily harm. This is from the Las Vegas Metropolitan Police Department. I'm reading their release right now. That's why I'm kind of looking over here. Uh, But really, really strange situation that's still developing. So I'm making you aware of it. And then, of course, we'll continue to update as we learn more, but definitely something to keep an eye out on because that could be uh, costly. It could be problematic. I mean, it could be a lot of things. So Definitely something to, uh, to keep an eye out on because you just uh, don't get much solace in the, uh, in, for, for when it comes to the NFL, do you? It just does not happen. All right, so coming up next, I want to jump into who I think is going to be the winner for, of the uh, New Orleans Saints head coaching competition. Some people want them, some people don't, but let's talk about it. We'll break it all down as we wrap up today's episode of Locked on Saints. And hey, if you are here watching the show, listening to the show, I want to make sure that you know about this incredible app. It's my favorite app on my phone outside of my Twitter app and my phone app because I spend a lot of time on the phone with people that I love. So when I look at my phone and I look at kind of the apps that I use the most, there's those two, but then there's the GetUpside app. And the reason why I use the GetUpside app is because I drive a lot. I mean, I just drove all over the place here in Los Angeles. I use the GetUpside app all day because it allows me to go to select gas stations and get up to uh, 25 cents back per gallon or more with the promo code touchdown on my first fill up, right? And then I was able to keep it and then I get cash back every single time that I fill up my truck. And I'm driving around and doing all that. Because gas prices are insane. I think I paid five dollars a gallon here uh when I filled up when I filled up my uh, my my vehicle and it's just absolutely nuts. So I was able to get some of that money back and I'm grateful for GetUpside for that. So basically they just put it back into your account. You can withdraw it whenever you want. You can get it straight to your bank account. You can get it in an Amazon gift card, which is what I usually do. Or you can get it to your PayPal account if you want to do it that way as well. So go and check it out. It's the Get GetUpside app. You can download it for free. No catch. Nothing weird going on. Super easy. Super simple to use. Take a picture of your receipt and you're all set. And uh, you can get it for free on your App Store, Google Play, wherever it is that you get it. Don't forget to use that promo code, though. Touchdown, 25 cents back per gallon or more on your first fill up. That is the GetUpside app with promo code Touchdown. Get it, that Nation, wrapping up today's episode of Locked on Saints, and we're having a great time, aren't we? We're having a fantastic time. It is Super Bowl week. It is pre-week right now when it comes to the Super Bowl. I'm coming at you from Super Bowl Radio Row. We'll be here all week interviewing, capturing interviews, talking with folks, stuff like that. I will tell you that I will be interviewing Kyle Turley, and yes, I will ask him about that time he threw somebody's helmet on the field. It's one of the favorite moments in uh, New Orleans Saints franchise history, so of course, I will ask him about it. So we'll have that for you either early next week or later this week. Uh, But for today, as we wrap up today's episode, I want to talk and wrap up our conversation for today's show around the head coaching position. And I want to tell you why I think Dennis Allen is going to get the job as the Saints head coach going forward. Dennis Allen is somebody that has dedicated himself to the New Orleans Saints for, what, 15, 16 years with some time in between, right, obviously and the New Orleans Saints have dedicated themselves to him as well. Secondary coach um, jumping over to a bunch of different other like assistant positions, some position some some position coaching spots as well. Defensive coordinator eventually all of that. He he's been there the entire time and he's watched the culture of the team change. He watched post 2006 the change happen there. He watched Super Bowl era culture. He watched 2014, 15 16 culture. He watched the 2017 culture change when it got better and they stopped going to the Greenbrier and they stopped being so much kind of like animosity coming out of the organization and all of that. Again, I apologize for the background noise, but he is one of the few guys that is going to get an opportunity for this position outside of Pete Carmichael, who they asked to interview for the spot and who basically said, nah, I'm cool where I am guys. I like my offensive coordinator position. Um, but He's one of the few guys that has been there through everything, and he's put together, in his vision, a phenomenal defense, a very talented young defense, and not only just in terms of the personnel building, but the scheme building, the scheme fits, making sure that everything was defined and everybody had roles and everybody could fill that, that's head coach material. That it just simply is, and I think the Saints see it that way too, and if we listen to general manager Mickey Loomis, I got to go to you know, his press conference in Mobile, all that other stuff, and you heard him talk the entire time about maintaining the nebulous of the coaching staff, the culture, the community, the facility, the, the front office, all of that. They didn't even make any front office changes here. There was talk about how Mickey could potentially move into like a vice presidential position within the organization, and Jeff Ireland can move up into GM, or Kai Harley can move up into GM. There are so many of those opportunities that they just didn't take here over the, the course of the offseason. And I don't think it was a bad choice. I don't think it was a bad choice to not take those. I think that they're just comfortable with what this organization has been. And of course, they should be, right? They almost made the playoffs five years in a row. They did, they did four years in a row. They're a team that should have been a Super Bowl team, or at least had a Super Bowl appearance in 2018. Was it not for the no call? And then, you know, all of these other things that we've seen where they were the winningest team up until this past year over the stretch of four years. I mean, they were phenomenal. They are phenomenal. This team, it's nucleus, it's core. And the Saints don't have any need to go out there and just upturn everything, right? And flip everything and get everything cleaned out and try to enter a rebuild situation, right? There's no need for it. And so because of that, Dennis Allen makes a lot of sense and he maintains for you the language, the shorthand. He maintains for you the continuity that you look for for a successful franchise. You look at 2014, 15, and 16, they lacked continuity. Lacked continuity on the offense. They lacked continuity on the defense. They lacked continuity in the coaching staff. They lacked continuity during that time. 2017, 18, 19, 20, 21, continuity. Even last year when they went through a quarterback change, which is one of the toughest things to go through as an organization, they still almost made the playoffs. They had a winning record, nine and eight, and it took you know, 22 players being unavailable for a Monday night game uh, for, you know, 50, you know, however many total starters they had throughout the season, which was the NFL's most in NFL history in that situation, losing players, losing their starting quarterback, never having their starting wide receiver, uh, so many different things, not having their own head coach for a game. That's what it took for them to have a winning record, right? So I think that when you look at what the Saints have done so far, they've put together an organization, they put together a nucleus, they put together a team that is self-sustainable. And we all love to be self-sustainable and everyone deserves to be self-sustainable. And I think that the New Orleans Saints will go through that with Dennis Allen moving forward. He is the front runner, I think. Everyone that I've talked to, he's the front runner. Um, and I wouldn't be surprised if he got the job. And it would take a lot for someone to swing in and kind of grab the job out from underneath of him, but it could happen. There's potential, right? If somebody goes out there and has that phenomenal interview, they could potentially take it. But as far as I'm concerned, at this point, it feels like Dennis Allen will be the next head coach of the New Orleans Saints. We'll see. We'll see once the news breaks. If you want all of the reflections, all the analysis, everything that you need around whoever the head coaching hire is, Dennis Allen or otherwise, you know where to find it. Right here, every single Monday through Friday on Locked On Saints. Thanks as always, Make it locked on. Saints your first listen of the day. Make sure you come back tomorrow. We'll update you with everything going on with Alvin Kamara. We'll update you with everything going on with the New Orleans Saints head coaching search. And of course, we'll take a look at the Pro Bowl. Uh, We'll have a little bit of fun. We'll look at the Pro Bowl, see who had a good time, all of that. So we have a ton coming up for you as we continue on throughout the week. And we'll have interviews, all of that throughout the week, as well as we sit here at Radio Row in Los Angeles, California. For your second listen today, don't let anything pass you by today over on the Locked On Bets podcast. There's so much going on in in terms of the Super Bowl and player props and performance props, all these other things. You don't want to miss any advice on it. Your boy Q, handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Let them put some money in your pocket by listening to the Locked on Bets podcast wherever you get your podcast. As always, y'all, I appreciate you so much for being here and for coming through. If for everything else you need around your New Orleans Saints, you follow me on Twitter at Ross Jackson, N-O-L-A. Hit me up. Let me know how the family's doing. Let me know how you're living. Let me know how you're and them. And trust you, that nation, I'll at you.